0: Hey boy, love your boots. And damn, look at those pants. So, look at
1: those pants. the first brain tweet. <laughs> <laughs> it's real. It happened, dude. I can't where believe it. Where this happened right in. Yep. First brain tweet. I'm going to Google it. So What is that? Like, where. Where did they, you first hear about this? On, uh, I think it was on TikTok. So, a recent tweet by an Australian amyotrophic lateral sclerosis. Wow, I'm proud of you. I looked at
0: that word and I gave up.
1: <laughs> <laughs> an ALS patient using an implantable brain computer interface called Stentrode. That's not the best name. Uh, <laughs> that sounds like something from the Alien movies that like shouldn't be in your brain. It's said to be the first time a message has been posted on social media with the help of such technology. Okay, and I and I the thing that stuck out to me about it was like it was just not that cool of a tweet, like it was pretty pretty boring, <laughs> if I remember correctly. <laughs> but that's a lot of pressure. That's a lot of pressure. I think it was it was something like. Isn't this cool? Oh oh, here it is. No need for keystrokes or voices. I created this tweet just by thinking it. hashtag Hello World. I mean, pretty great for. Her. I mean, that's like a big flex. And yeah. It's pretty scary though. Like, it is what's scary. Happening? Why is that what we're investing in? I think because he. Well, what does ALS do to you? I want. I would like to know. I mean, well, right. Like I get
0: it, and now I'm gonna
1: seem like a horrible person. Right. That's
0: like saying that folks with ALS shouldn't be able to tweet. No, that's not what they I'm saying. Should. I'm just. I'm just saying, like you know.
1: Well, these sinister technologies always come about through like you know, um, charitable or <laughs> good intended intentions.
0: Well, uh, especially with this Elon Musk nonsense, he's like trying to like buy Twitter. Yeah, purchase it so people can stop talking about him.
1: Right, and people are like libertarians are like, this is good. He wants to bring back free speech, and it's like I just don't. This man. That's is not. Worth that's so actually. Much. I don't think
0: that's the definition of free speech. No, I don't think so. Also, I mean, why does he keep naming his children like JPEG? Yeah,
1: because <laughs> like HTML. Know. He has nine children. Yeah, that's wild. I know he's a busy guy. I w- it <laughs> makes sense.
0: He has I, almost as many children as Nick Cannon. Like, Nick Cannon, how many kids? Do he Nick
1: have? Cannon has a lot of kids.
0: Oh yes, there was a whole portion last year where just like. Nick Cannon just was getting people pregnant left and right. They were all pregnant and had their kids at the same time.
1: I have always found Nick Cannon to be super handsome. Handsome guy. Oh yeah. Absolutely. A wonderful and a wonderful host, kind of underrated. Great wonder- host. And
0: honestly a great dad to all of the yeah. children. During Good. the holiday times you see him with all of, all of the children.
1: Good. He,
0: um Yeah. I'm not a huge fan of his daytime talk show. Yeah, why why not? What's what's missing? Me. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I was supposed to be the Nick with the talk show. That's my Man, quarter. That's
1: true. Well you're Nick with just a K, and he's Nick with a you know a C. Yeah, <laughs> and that
0: a K? is true. A C and a K, yes. He's
1: <laughs> Which that is pool. so lame, so boring. <laughs> like there's nothing interesting about that. There's a lot of uh pictures of him on the internet wearing a turban. Like yeah. really eccentric looking turbans. Have and you is, have you just not
0: I been have paying not. attention to Nick Cannon for the last like I haven't. five to eight years? I haven't. That's just his part of his... Yeah, he wears them all the time. That's, that's pretty, like his thing. That's
1: pretty cool. Yeah, I like Nick Cannon. Um, yeah, yeah, he's I good there's some pretty good fits on here. If any of you need something to do, go look at all of the red carpet looks from Nick Cannon. <laughs> They're pretty good. He,
0: I mean, he has a lot of money. <laughs> An absorbent amount of money.
1: Nick, Nick. I mean, Cannon. you have to be to have that many children. I know. Nick Cannon, net worth. 30 million, yeah. That's a lot. That's yeah. a lot of money.
0: It's only 30 million?
1: Yeah. I mean, what did you think it was? Like 2 billion? Not billion, but I the thought it'd be like
0: hundred million, fifty 150 millions? something.
1: Well, I was surprised to learn, uh, because I think we all learned a lot more about Will Smith throughout this past <laughs> period, that he's really only worth, like, half a billion. Which is, again, a lot, but again, I thought he'd at least be pushing... I mean, and I don't know what Jada's worth, either. Um, I mean, they're all
0: worth too much for us to still be talking about this. Absolutely. But we'll
1: pro- we'll be talking about them. Oh, it's, yeah. It's I mean, because
0: list. he slapped him in the face.
1: I know. Now, what? what um, is what is chris rock's net worth is really like is he okay he's fine (laughs) his
0: tickets that next day went like (laughs) skyrocketing Uh, they They became like 400 hundred dollar tickets they did um because that's how you you know capitalize on being slapped on television in front of the entire world and if you
1: didn't capitalize on getting slapped i'd be like you're kind of a loser
0: yeah who wouldn't i mean his like his show is also called like um like slap? the ego, the ego trip tour or something. Like yeah. it's something like the death of the ego or something. Yeah, which right. I just thought was like I, I don't know. I still feel like it's all a ploy.
1: Uh, you so you're in that camp. You're in the camp of I don't
0: know. I mean, it's
1: all ridiculous. I don't
0: care. I like, mean, I'm in anyone the camp of like
1: with a theater degree would recognize that the like positioning of the slap looked like stage combat. Like it did, it it, did it absolutely look like stage on, combat. You put your hands behind your back. You lean in. I mean, <laughs> Will Smith was doing like a total. But the like, then when he sat down and the get my wife's name out your fucking mouth was so. That was like the one of the better. Well, if it was and acting. And that was a good that's performance. That's what the
0: people. That's what the people are responding to is the yelling. In yeah. my opinion. Yeah, um, the sla- like if the slap would have happened and he didn't yell, it would have been fine. Nobody would be talking about it. Um,
1: but yeah, but the yelling drew some concern. It didn't seem like Will was doing all that well.
0: I mean, all he said was "keep my wife's name out your mouth." <laughs> like this, like this, <laughs> this interaction that happened, like was. I've seen this interaction in real life. Like, the the only problem is that it happened on at stage the at Oscars. the Oscars. Yeah. And that's... And that's I, I, I feel ways about that because the idea that this place has this level of given prestige, that this right. thing happening stops the world is very interesting. Being banned from the Oscars for 10 years. Yeah. That's...
1: I feel as if that'll get revoked. Something will happen. He'll do some movie that'll really change things or... I also think the reason it happened there is because the celebrities didn't have the time to get all their trashiness out at the Golden Globes, which is where that always happens. (laughs) Like, that's the trash one. Yeah, people always get slapped at the Golden Globes. Yeah, like, behind the scenes, on stage, people are drunk, like, giving speeches (laughs) at the Golden Globes. Like, Ricky Gervais is, you know, calling it like it is. Usually pops all the tension with his, like, crazy, you know... Uh, call outs which are usually really fun and good no they yeah and he's needed he has a way of doing it and people are like <laughs> yeah and shocked the only person who's shocked is Tom Hanks and it's like well okay sir I think that's just his face y- yeah here's something I'll tell you here's a good story do you know of Chet Hanks Tom oh Tom that's Hanks? his
0: that's his son that's pretty much like B rad from yeah uh, from a wow <laughs> what's that who's most wanted yes yes. One of the greatest movies
1: of all time. Yeah. He is really funny. Funny man. Funny character. And um, I was following him for a bit. And he has this workout program because he's all about like fitness, like changing your life, making the change, getting up at 6 a.m. and looking out of my Miami penthouse apartment at the dock and reading Buddhist uh writings and going to the gym and doing a bunch of burpees is kinda his whole uh <laughs> vibe. And I wanted to know what his workout plan costs cause I was like, that's how much is this guy making? And um the only way you can get the cost is by uh signing up for his text alert. So I thought I was just getting an automated, you know, text thing. But it's actually Chet Hanks. Like he'll actually call you. And I had a conversation with him. Well, first he texted me, and he's like, "Hey Brad, wait, what? Yeah, he'll like straight up call you. Like, (laughs) wait, I'm sorry. Yeah, if you (laughs) sign up for (laughs) Chet Hanks's uh, workout program, um, you know, you'll get, uh, yeah. So I was. What was that call like? What What did you say? So he. First I, I texted, he texted me and he was like, so Brad, what do you want to do? And I was still like, oh, this is definitely like, if not a computer, it's an intern. And he was like, I said, well, I'd love to, you know, lose some weight. Maybe, uh, get a little chiseled. <laughs> 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 he goes, solid, solid. And I was like, yeah. So then he gives me the price breakdown and it's like, so it's either 300 a month is the lowest option or, uh, 800 a month. And that's like specialized, uh, meal programs and, uh you know, motivational teachings from me, one-on-one phone calls, which I was like, I mean, you know, if I had the money,
0: yeah, that's not too bad,
1: Chet. No, like that sounds kind of cool. I don't have the money. I just got my wisdom teeth out and I had to pay out of pocket for that. So, oh no, mm -hmm, I don't have the money for that, Chet. So, um, he, I told him like, Hey, sorry, I can't do that. Then he goes full into like the negative aspects of Ch- Chet Hanks, which is like probably, you know, I'm guessing this guy does a fair amount of gaslighting to many people, including myself. <laughs> which, and I don't even love to use the word gaslighting, but this is exactly what he did. He just was like, um, <laughs> he just goes, you know, that's not true. You know, 300 isn't too much. You know, you know, that's not true. I was like, uh, what? I, I, I know it's true. I don't have the funds. Like, I seriously don't. So I threw a little sass back at him and I was like, um, you know, not all of us have daddies with Oscars, so not all of us can shell out three hundred a month to do burpees through oh. a Zoom call with you. Well, wow, you really gave it to him. I did, and he goes, This has nothing to do with daddy's money. <laughs> to do with you making excuses for not having the $300. Oh, wow. So, yeah. Which I was like, this is fun. But then I kind of stopped texting him. And then I'm out on a walk, just chilling out. Um, And he calls me. And he's like, hey, Brad, what's up? And I was like, holy shit. This is, Chet <laughs> Hanks. This is Tom Hanks. Like Malibu Most Wanted. Yeah, like derelict son um, who talks in a Jamaican accent. only sometimes only sometimes uh just like adele but uh (laughs) the the phone call was fine it was he was like i just want you to know i really do this it's not some intern texting you it's really me and if you're ever in the financial situation to get get in shape with me call me it's like okay thanks and we haven't spoken since
0: so you hooked up with Chet Hanks, is that what I'm hearing? Yeah, the... yeah,
1: honestly. I mean, I wouldn't say no, absolutely not. <laughs> like, the workouts seem to work, but I'd also say there's probably some, again, some of Daddy's money involved with that kind of life change. That kind oh, of yeah, I
0: mean, he's opened, like, he's working his own phone line for right. his, his private workout sessions. Like, right. he's
1: Like He's got time on his hands. Right, and you would love this Android user yeah Yeah. that's great i know which makes total sense like what does that mean explain (laughs) what that means yeah
0: break that down for me brad i'm
1: saying that he just seems like the type who doesn't want uh to look like some sort of um loser with an iphone (laughs) because Um, i mean deep down we all know that the android users are the real ones that's true
0: Yes, we are. We are. And I know you know that. Because you know what I'm about? Inclusion. (laughs) You know, let's talk about this. Let's break this down. Because every once in a while, there are some people that get like real adamant about this argument Mm -hmm. on social media. Like they'll be like, oh, like all these memes talking about Android users. Ah, this or that. Why are y'all so pressed? (laughs) Why are y'all so pressed about the phone that I'm using to make phone calls and send text messages and scroll? I'm just scrolling. You know, you're just like, scrolling.
1: They're just worried about your privacy and your your the secrecy of your, you know, because apparently they're full stop watching, Android, is what I've heard. Oh but
0: sure, yeah, <laughs> because Apple is just ethically over there not doing a single thing with your data.
1: Apple you know, uh, is like sorry, Apple's like NPR or like. They've got the image of like, we're a good news organization. We don't like try to bend the truth. We don't, you know, but you're like, eh, eh. who says that? That I don't think anyone's ever said that about Apple. I don't think a single
0: person that has Apple doesn't know that Apple isn't like totally <laughs> literally Apple, bending Apple them over everyone. This
1: like image of that, like this, like, you know, we tell you when we're listening, we tell you when we're tracking.
0: <laughs> like, but we all know it's a lie. It's, yeah. Also, I'm about inclusion. And I think that any person that speaks about being a part of equity and inclusion, but then shits on someone for having an Android, is actively, actively against the work. And idea. furthermore, when you ask Siri for answers, do you know what Siri goes to? Google. Google. Yeah. And true. do you know what Google interface is? Android. Android. <laughs> so, so you're coming back over the fence. Yeah.
1: It's true. Well, the, hey, there's there's the uh, there there's the inclusion, <laughs>
0: <laughs> but it's always something. No they'll be like, they'll be like, oh, I can't send you this thing because you don't have an Android, <laughs> and it's like, well, I have a way to send you literally everything ever. True. It sounds like you've created a problem of exclusion for yourself.
1: Yeah, I think yeah, the phone thing and like redlining are kind of intertwined. Right. <laughs> I mean, there's probably a PhD thesis statement wrapped up in there, somehow. a TED talk of some kind.
0: Oh my god! Yes, the debate between Android or Apple yeah. is absolutely like adjacent to red lighting.
1: How's your How's your heat in your closet? I'm hot as fuck. What's the heat like <laughs> in Omaha? I need a fan
0: in here. Um, Right now, it's pretty chilly in Omaha. Is it? Okay. Yeah, it keeps... It'll be hot for, like, a couple moments, and then it's not anymore. Yeah. Um, so it's a very classic Omaha spring. Like, it's April 16th. Like, a week ago, it was snowing. Like, actual snow. I know. Like, you're, full flakes on the ground.
1: But we need to announce to the listeners, you're moving to New York. Yes, I Did am. Did you want to t- say that? I'm moving to <laughs> n- <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, even ask.
0: it's a giant secret that's been put on social media yeah, already. Yeah, true. You know, um, yeah. So I am. I'm moving to New York, New York
1: City. You're moving to New York, and you're, you're going to use
0: an Android there. <laughs> <laughs> you really gonna, like <laughs> Okay, navigate? so I've been actually in a tussle with Verizon for oh. about two months because um, I transferred my service, so that I could get the best Android <laughs> since I was moving to New York. <laughs> is it one of the ones that folds so, out? N- no, fold? I don't have that one. I got a big one. It's like almost it almost looks like a tablet. It's really large. Jeez. Um, yeah, and it has big. it has a um, it has a thank you, Brad. Um, it has a um a stylus. <gasps> Damn. Yeah, you need a stylus. It is
1: an iPad. I mean, no, it's not. It's a tablet. It's
0: a tablet. <laughs> It's absolutely not an iPad. Yeah. Because I don't do Apple. Um, but yeah, but yes, I'm going to be in New York with my
1: Android and it's going to be fine. Nice. I think you will. Yeah, with that big thing, just like be careful when you pull it out. I don't know. <laughs> okay. It's a flex. It's also like might become a target. It's Are you,
0: you know ex- what's really interesting? Yeah, well, so
1: I went to New York for a um, quick trip. You were just there, like, how long ago? Um,
0: Like, two days ago. Oh, damn. I was there for just a day or so. Damn. Um, and there was a shooting on a train in Brooklyn. That's right. Um, So, ev- no one died. Yeah. Um, I believe they apprehended the, the suspect. Yeah, there was, like, a
1: hero, a New York hero who found...
0: Yeah, which is weird because, okay, so literally the man, like, shot up the train, dropped his weapons, and went and, like, sat in a McDonald's. And, like, tweeted and said where he was going to be, and the police did not find him. He was, like, arrested by a citizen. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> but what I thought what was are funny you guys about doing? it. I mean, not funny, because people got shot. So, right. you know.
1: Thoughts and kind of were past those were, uh, uh,
0: were harmed in this incident. But, yeah, what's intriguing and what's always intriguing is, like, no matter what happens, like, and maybe it's because of how televised it is, when something happens in New York, Everyone on Facebook is like New York friends check in. Yeah, and they're like everyone's marking themselves safe. And I'm like, you live in Harlem. I this is in Brooklyn. I know. Like, <sighs> it's just so interesting. I'm like, people get shot every day, right? Everywhere, and we never check in. But it happens in New York. Like somehow yeah. everyone, every single person that you know in New York happened to be on that train that morning.
1: I know. I learned about a lot. Of, a lot of people I didn't know lived in New York. Now I know. Like oh oh I didn't know you're in Brooklyn. Cool. <laughs> They're Good not
0: they're not in Brooklyn. Yeah. Like I, that's the thing. I'm like, y'all are marking your well that's because also I posted about being in New York that same day.
1: And did you have people asking?
0: People were commenting, they were like, Oh, be safe.
1: <laughs> <laughs> there was a shooting in Brooklyn. People think it's like Des Moines. Even in Des Moines, like, they, that's a big city. Like, they think well, it's, like, you
0: know... That's what's weird tiny. about it, though,
1: is is that, like, you would think
0: that somewhere like Des Moines, when, like, you hear about a shooting, that you would want to reach out to everyone. But, but instead, no you does. choose one of the largest metropolises in the, in the world where it's so spread out. Like, right. the odds that I was on that train that got shot up in Brooklyn were, like, slim to none. But also, if I was on that train that got shot up in Brooklyn, that's no different than me being... Down the street on Thirty right. First and Leavenworth, and also getting shot. Like well,
1: people have this weird like reverence for New York citizens. For some reason, there's like they're like more special, or like that there's like, and you know they. Well, that's why I'm going yeah, there. Exactly, because you're finally <laughs> you are. Hello. Special. It is. It's the you know it's the toughest of the tough. You know it's the the most. Uh, if you can handle a subway system, you know you can handle. Yeah, you're kind of a cut above, truly. But like, yeah, there's this strange, because no one really cares about LA people. No one cares about people from LA, and no one cares about people from Chicago. No one cares. Like, but there's this weird, like, oh, you're from New York. Oh, right, (laughs) right.
0: I mean, listen, when Putin starts dropping the nuclear bombs, is when we can start with the safety check-ins.
1: Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Well, and that's probably what the New York like reverence. And I'm not t- say like, I think the vast majority of Americans probably hate New Yorkers in some, or have some disgust for them, but there's like a weird ethos around, or like mis- They have an opinion. Everyone has yeah, an opinion about About it. New Yorkers. But like, um, and they are, they're strong. They're strong folk. Like, n- n- you do have to be strong to live in that city. Um, and insane. No offense. Sorry. You got a job, though. You're not just moving out there for no reason. I am. I got a job. You're
0: doing it the right way. I always said that I would never go to New York unless the city called me and offered me enough money to survive.
1: And now it's happened.
0: And both of those things happened. And you know what's crazy? Let me let me share my testimony today. This is my <laughs> first time sharing the testimony publicly with okay. the world. Okay. Um, I said no to this job three times. Dang. So Dang. Uh, a friend of mine reaches out. She's the exec director of the company. She's like, hey, I'm interested in you you know, submitting for this job. At the time, I was like, I don't really want to go to New York. I kind of want to stay in the Midwest. Um, I was interviewing for a couple of other jobs. Had a finalist interview for one in Minneapolis. Um, so she calls me, or she texts me on Monday. She's like, hey, you should apply for this job. I'm like, I don't know. Tuesday, I get a call from the company in Minneapolis. Hey, we want to bring you out for a finalist interview. OK, great. Wednesday, I meet with her, and she's like, you should really apply for this job. And I'm like, uh, I don't know. I don't want to move to New York. Thursday, get a call from the company Minneapolis. Canceling my trip. They're like, we're not going to bring you out. <laughs> we're going we're gonna to put it on pause for a week. Okay. Friday, I was like, sure, I'll send you my resume. Interviewed Saturday, got the job offer the following Friday for the job I cur- I'm currently in. Um, so, like, literally, New York slash the world... Was like this, you, you. We have to stop you from going to wherever you're going to yeah. go next. Yeah. Because this is where you're supposed to be.
1: Absolutely. I mean, and it's I, like it's wild. I mean, New York over Minneapolis any day. To be honest, at this point, I you've mean, done yeah. Minneapolis. I've done. But here's
0: here was my thing. Like moving to Minneapolis is easy, right? Yeah. Like totally. Just get in the car, put your stuff in, hop on the road. Mm-hmm. Moving to New York is like. A logistical nightmare like yeah. i am a shell of a human right now um i'm trying to like start a new job just opened a show that's closing uh today actually was this in um, omaha choir boy in omaha in choir omaha? boy in omaha yes Damn. um Congrats. trying to um thank you that's a good trying show. did to, they do the nudity um no we did not do full nudity okay um, like, you don't yeah. have to for this show. It actually doesn't call for it. Oh,
1: funny. Well, I guess Minneapolis is just a wild and crazy place because they did full-on, full, on, full yeah, on I don. mean, you,
0: you can,
1: Yeah. you can, but like, it's, why?
0: <laughs> why?
1: It's just depends on the director, I guess.
0: Yeah, and I'm like, what does it add to the story right, right. to have them be, and also they're high schoolers. Like, that's weird. Like, I mean, even it, if, even if the cast yeah, isn't is weird. It's weird. strange that you are
1: like now the high school children are naked on stage in front of you. That's weird. That is weird. It's like in Minneapolis at that time, at least a couple of years. Like I don't know, that's almost like seven years ago at this point. Like that that would sell tickets. Like just the just the thought of nudity. Omaha people would probably be like, I don't want to go to that at all. Right? They, I, don't I think mean, nudity attracts Omaha people. It was th- that was a selling point in Minneapolis. They were yeah, like, "If someone's naked, about we're yeah, going." You see nude; you see, it's there's some nudity. <laughs> oh, I don't want to. You know, if anyone in that production hears this and disagrees, you can bring that up to me. You can DM me and you know yell at me about that. But that, in, yeah. as I remember <laughs> it, people were that was the talk. It kind of it kind of overshadowed the piece, but the piece was great. the, yeah. the, the theater, the, not the not it, the. It's 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 an interesting. <laughs>
0: It's an interesting play. It is. Um, we've had a great run. Um, the folks in the cast are doing awesome, and they're super great. And it's a, a cast of seven, and five of them are either this is their first professional show or their first time doing a show of this type in the city, and so it's been great to like introduce some new folks to the people nice. of Omaha, which is cool. Yeah. Um.
1: So yeah. Good good time. It like happened so quick all of a sudden. I like I didn't even know you were in rehearsals and then all of a sudden it was just open.
0: Yeah, there was um there was a clear, robust marketing plan from the company <laughs> to support this show. Okay. Um, you know what's funny is that the it seemed that the marketing plan for the show was uh them sharing the posts I made. <laughs>
1: You got it covered, so, Nick.
0: You got this. Cool. You know, it's one of those things where you're, you like, you just like, unfortunately, jump in because you're like, if I don't make this happen, then it won't happen. Right. Well, do you? Does
1: your Instagram have more followers than the? <laughs> the theaters, <Instagram? laughs> you know, that may help. Yeah. You no know. offense to theaters it's hard to get Instagram followers mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. Um, but yeah so you know I was trying to stay in the Midwest um, and I had and I had all these things to do like so many things that I was like even thinking about moving right now just feels insane um, but you know it's working out um, I'm pretty sure I have a place lined up um, I've got a great job um, yeah it's it's happening it's all happening yeah
1: as it should good and now you're just i don't know are you working from home for the most part we work from home
0: we don't have a formal office yet mm. um, but most of the shows that we're working for are on um de broadway and so <laughs> it's important for me to be there so i can speak to our partners of course
1: to the, go to the stages. Look at the ghost lights. Yeah. Yeah. Go visit the
0: offices. Mm-hmm. Say hey. Mm-hmm. Walk the streets. Bring some donuts, maybe. Yeah,
1: totally. Mm-hmm. um' and be donut bitch. Be the donut bitch. Yeah, that's a good energy to bring in first, like first couple weeks. Yeah. <laughs> then kind of let it let it fade. Let that die. Don't let d- it die quickly. <laughs> yeah. I
0: mean, people won't be impressed by it for long, yeah. because it's really hard to impress people in New York. They don't totally. care. They're just like okay. Yeah. All right,
1: thank you. I had like, I I had a commercial shoot yesterday and it was a bunch of LA people and they're kinda hard to impress too. Oh really? They're like it was a really interesting vibe. I first I got there and got yelled at for being on time, which was awesome. <laughs> what? Like I I was supposed to be there at one thirty, I arrived at one thirty, the um it was at a house. It was at this like mansion in Scottsdale, um, in a gated community. Right, there's just like cars around the house. So I figure, oh, they must be in there already filming because they had already started. Like I was a half day shoot. So they, <laughs> I just walk up to the, the garage and this lady comes out of the house and I'm like, hi, are you the homeowner? And she's like, yeah. like, oh, is anyone else here? She's like, no. Like, okay. Well, there's like cars and traffic cones. It looks like a shoot, but I'm sorry. And she's like, well, I have to go inside. My German shepherd is getting upset okay oh. and she I told her this is such a funny like rich person thing to say she, I was like you have a, such a beautiful home and she goes yeah it's fun yeah it's fun <laughs> it's like oh. uh huh it doesn't sound fun but <laughs> everything sounds stressful yeah, right now yeah it sounds like stressful to be an, an aristocrat but um so then then this woman comes towards me she gets out of her car and she's like you're way early <laughs> I'm like okay uh, all right, and she's like, "What are you, crew?" It's like, "I'm an actor. I'm here to act." And she goes, "Oh, well, you don't just walk up to." Ugh. And then she kind of like had a little fit in her head. Oh. And she's like, "I'm the location scout. I'm supposed to be here before everyone else." And I'm like, "Okay, I don't. Again, I was told 1:30, so I don't know what the problem is." And I said, "I'm gonna go get some lunch while you guys get everything together." And she goes, "Yeah, I think you should." Oh wow. <laughs> just, she did not with. like you. She didn't, but then she softened. I think she realized there was some misdirected uh, uh, aggression. Mm-hmm. Um, but then the rest of the shoot was a little, a little odd, a little strange, a little just wonky and weird. Like uh, they, like the art director went through this insane process of like picking out my um, clothes, which is understandable. That's their job. But then it was mostly like stills and. Every shot I was in, I was just a blurry man in the background um, <laughs> fixing a lawnmower. Like, that's all I was doing. Like, never once was I in focus. It was amazing. And, like, I was like, that's I'll, ta- I'll take the check. Totally. Like, that, there's nothing wrong with that. But, like, the attention to, like, he was like, your sock is too thick. I'm going to need you to change your sock. Um, the color of your sock matches the boot just a little too much it's a little but I, I do want it to kind of coordinate with the boot but I don't want it I was like okay it's mad wow. all, all of this for an ad that someone will go skip yeah no commercial
0: <laughs> folks are wild um, I did com- I did you know I did commercial casting in mm-hmm. Chicago that was most mm-hmm. what we did mm-hmm. and some of the things that these directors request like there was one time um, we were shooting it was for a, a migraine medicine and there was one where this family was camping and they were around this campfire and so the audition was to bring in the mom and dad and two kids and have them act like a family around a campfire and like roasting s'mores and so (laughs) this director's like I just don't feel like I'm getting the angle I need like can we move the camera to like the side of the room so sure sure um, and they're like, well, maybe, can we can we come a little closer to the ground? Um, so by the end of the day, for all these spots, I'm, like, recording the slate from the middle in an actual place. Then, like, okay, hold on, everyone. And then I'm lowering all the legs of the camera down and crouching into the corner. Oh like, it's sitting on the ground with the camera recording <gasps> so that the director can see what they need to see.
1: Cool. Um, yeah it's like it's this weird it's so much work for so i don't know what the payoff is i mean i'd have to ask like the marketing executives of those companies like maybe they're like you don't understand how much revenue this brings us but uh, i mean
0: it's also so much money like and like the directors that do those commercials in most cases are also paid a lot of money a lot um and also like in a lot of ways like this is how these directors are getting anything for their reels to like get totally. national spots totally. or to get like movie work or whatever they're looking for. It's um, like the
1: small theater gigs that we do that like to some people would be like, why are you doing, you know, a, a small show about lobsters in the basement of an abandoned, like, you know, um, <laughs> department Brad, store. You know, I am not doing that show. <laughs> like I do. I do. And, and arguably it, it, it didn't uh, pay off, but it was really fun. Wait, I, is this real? Yeah, I did a show, Lobster Men in Love, in the, in the abandoned, <laughs> abandoned um, department store in a mall. It was like one of the most fun shows I've ever done, but it, it didn't, like, I loved it. I loved, I had a great time. You know me, I'm... i uh, Lobster Men in Love. Yeah, it was really fun. I played the evil dictator Lobster, and I queer-coded it. <laughs> I queer-coded it like none other... I'll queer code a villain. I love a gay villain. They're the they're the best oh, yeah. at being no villains. Gay, I mean, most villains are gay. Yeah. It's like, let's go, you know. Because we're tormented. Tormented and, you know. That's why I'm a little weird. Like, I think, you know, we continually... We've got to be, like, kind of unaccepted by the majority of the populace to maintain that sort of interesting torment in order to... <laughs> <laughs> So that's, that's the why quality I'm that pro, we're always seeking. I'm pro the don't say gay bill. <laughs> <That's>, oh God, <laughs> that's where I stand on that.
0: Just for the just for the trauma
1: it just causes. for the texture it gives our community.
0: <laughs> that's we all. really just need a struggle. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah.
1: I don't even know. I don't even know about that whole nonsense. Like I can't even follow it. Um,
0: I don't even know. You, so. The way that it is designed to work is that from, like, kindergarten through, I believe, like, third grade, teachers are not allowed to say gay or teach about any gay topics. Mm -hmm. Um, But, like, there's, like, some statutes inside of it that could, like, allow it to extend, like, beyond that. And they're, like, they're essentially just trying to, like, silence people from talking even talking about gay people right not like trying to teach about it they're just like don't even talk about it
1: right Um, it seems just like old school homophobia kind of coming back and just like yeah
0: i mean it never really went away No, no i mean the fact the fact that this could be like a don't say gay bill like, it's 2022. Right. The fact that you can say the don't say gay bill, <laughs> we are we are never as far as anyone thinks that no. we are in any conversation about right. justice or anything. Like, that's just become a headline. The don't say gay bill.
1: Right. And But I do think it's, because the bill itself is not called that. I do think the media has played a big... I, the media is always, like, uh, the fucking pot stirrer, like, trying to make it, like, uh, larger than it is, which I do think it's an issue it's a seven page bill though so i've heard and it's like from one person explained it to me they were like they just don't want anyone to talk about sexuality like even straight stuff which i'm like that's silly because if someone does talk about gay stuff that's going to get reported if someone talks about their wife like if if a, you know a husband talks a husband a teacher who has a wife talks about his wife no one's going to report it because people have been doing that forever like it's just exactly so, exactly like, I mean, what, what is it? Like, can I talk about my boyfriend? I mean, I was a preschool teacher at a very liberal school, and I almost, I almost felt uncomfortable about, like, um, being, like, saying that I was a gay teacher, and I knew that no one would care. But there is that... It's there. Like, you... Especially... I mean, not to... I think, like, gay male teachers, there's, like, that sort of... Yes. ...trope that... Absolutely. And it's there. And people... Some people... No matter how liberal they are, they have that in the back of their head that you're gonna, you know, you know.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm of the mind where like, you know, if people talk about their relationships or whatever, fine. Like, I don't really need to talk about it out loud too much. Right. Um, I don't I don't really need anyone else to talk about their relationships out loud too mm-hmm. much. Mm-hmm. I'm annoyed by everyone, gay, straight, <laughs> yeah, queer. I like, think that's, like, the best... Yeah. Like, stop talking about it. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not... Like why, like, why are we talking about it? I don't understand why it has to be a topic of everyone's conversation right. all the
1: time. Right. Agreed. Like, you don't... So I'm
0: an equal opportunity. Don't talk,
1: Bill. Yeah, maybe we just learn. I'm tired of people talking. Ah, yeah, yeah. That should... A lot of that should stop. A lot of the talking. Um, speaking of <laughs> talking and social, let's talk about <laughs> that Gen Z... Um, yeah, what is Social this? media app. So there's this new social media app. I just learned about it this morning through an NPR um, article. It's called Be Real. The app is called Be Real. It's Gen Z's new favorite social media app. And this is how it works. This is for, I'm reading from the article. Once a day, you get a notification from the app. It tells you that it's time to post your Be Real for the day. Uh, and you have two minutes to do so. Your friends are also supposed to get the notification at the same time. The idea is you take a photo of whatever you're doing at that time, no matter how mundane or exciting. You could be walking to class, uh, taking a bus to work, or maybe you get the notification right as you're sitting down for dinner or on a bike ride. Now, this plays right into what you just said. Like, who cares? Right. Like, I mean, the stuff people post to Instagram, I'm already like, I don't care. Especially when it's like, uh, I'm sitting at a night table <laughs> like when it is if you're not like putting forth a thought or a, a view or a, a take and I know people have negative feelings towards takes these days, especially after the Will Smith drama. everyone kind of got a little uh, overwhelmed on takes, but I don't need mundanity. This isn't a Chekhov play like this isn't
0: well and that's what's weird is it like it's like it's like this attempt to, Show how normal everyone is by mandating a time frame in which you post
1: normal a content. picture together. Yeah. Or just so but the way the app works, so it, it takes a picture simultaneously from your front and your back camera, so it gets whatever you're doing in front of you and then whatever your face is doing. At now the what same the time. fuck is that? Yeah, that's what's we p- have I'm never like...
0: been told we have never been told that was capable. Yeah. And this app is just about to waltz in and be like, yeah, this could happen. Do you know how many people are going to be ruined by that feature?
1: totally. But then it's like, what? It seems like it's weird. It's like this kind of cutthroat, like, you you can delete it, apparently, but then there's like consequences for the deleting. Like, people know you deleted, so then they can like go back and be like, well, I wonder why they deleted that thing. I wonder what, like, maybe you got caught, you know, stabbing someone at that moment. I mean... (laughs) Which, I'm sure we'll see like a slew of murders being captured on. <laughs> Gen Z murders will be captured and found, and I mean it's it seems so unnecessary, but it's the most downloaded app right now. Like it's the new really? TikTok. Yeah, it's it's the new TikTok. It also it's still new. I know. I'm like we just started with TikTok, and I'm still overwhelmed and exhausted by it. The I just don't understand why people need it. It just like sh- highlights how chronically online people are that they feel so it's so necessary to like <laughs> post everything. Like, well, we're like,
0: everyone is like trying to solve the problem of the lack of connectivity that we yeah. all have. But I'm like, you know, before like, I'd even argue to say like, 2009 2010 this wasn't a problem like right. people did things together totally like and it's very interesting to think about like going out and doing things now because it's very easy to if you are on social media all the time and which uh you know I'm working on it but I am spend a lot of time I on social it. media totally most most of it is me just trying to like stay in with what's happening in the I world know, I know um and also Passing Time and also, like, Crippling Anxiety, but that's totally. a whole other podcast.
1: Right. But um, I don't think Be Real is the answer to that problem. No, but what what I'm saying is that, like... It's a response, for
0: sure. Before, right. Before you have to, like, text people and be like, hey, what are you doing? Let's go do this thing. Like, right. And you can still do that, but, like, even now, like, people, when they're hanging out with each other, like,
1: it aren't even talking to out. each other. Like, yeah. yeah, like, to even, like, the thought... Some people, I know, like... My niece, who's 12, is, like, already crippled with anxiety. They, like, took her phone away because she just... And and she's really sad about it. She's, like, sad she doesn't have her phone. And I want to tell her, like, listen, I would give to have my phone just, like, taken away from me. That sounds great. Like, a year of just, like, forcibly having no phone sounds awesome. I know she doesn't understand that because she's, like, I wouldn't either if I was 12 years old and my phone was taken away. But she's, like, drawing cool anime stuff. She's, like, becoming a talented... Uh, Skilled artist, like she's a very good self-taught artist. I'm like you're, you're, you're killing it. You look back at this time and you'll be very happy with that. Well,
0: I'm like you're twelve. Like yes, all your friends have phones, but like, and I had a phone because I did extracurriculars. My mom always forgot to pick me up. Hey, mom. (laughs) Um, and so she got me a phone so I could call her. Um, but like, I'm like, what do you like? I wanted, and also the amount of things like the uh, there was an episode of Abbott Elementary great show oh yeah um that was about this tiktok trend called desking and all the kids were just like (laughs) hopping across these desks like hopping and recording it and there are these challenges that are happening like the milk crate challenge too the milk crate the milk crate challenge almost killed a bunch of people yeah um there's i mean but at schools like almost every week there's like an email that's going out to parents that are like hey this week, there's the XYZ challenge. The kids are going to sla- like slap teachers in the face, so yeah, be alert that this could happen. Like Right now, there's a challenge where children are ripping dryers off the wall in bathrooms. Like It's like all this wild stuff. I'm like, it what does, is happening? I
1: mean, kids have always been wild, but these kids... One, I'm like, that's good. That sounds like the kind of activities kids should be doing. You should rip stuff off the wall. <laughs> I mean, you know, property damage <laughs> isn't great, but like kids have been doing stuff like that for ages. And I say, continue to be crazy and wild. Just don't you know kill anyone. <laughs> no. But if you do kill someone, make sure to do it when you're supposed to have your be real moment, um, get it captured. <laughs> but the, I say like people need to go bowling. Me and Reese, my same sex partner bowling. have been going bowling. Uh, a lot lately and people are out. I mean, it's Arizona too. It's Phoenix. We're, we, I mean, COVID never really happened here. Oh, everyone's out everywhere. Yeah, everyone's going, doing stuff. Yeah, so we're, the, we're in the streets now. Totally. People who, like, are still in this, like, oh, we're so isolated. We've never been more isolated. I am kind of, like, you're... It's not that crazy. Like, go to the bowling alley. Go to a dive bar. Talk to an alcoholic. Like, have a good time, you know? Like, tell, hear a story. Something. Like... There are things to do besides... But these kids, I've really... They don't want to do it. Like, they... I... They've got a... There's a weird social anxiety. They don't want to do things. Yeah. They do want... Well, here, I'll tell you my story I was going to tell about Gen Z. So, I was on a run after work the other day, um, and I run... I like to run up the uh, stairs of the parking garages downtown. Because <laughs> it's that like... sounds awful. It is awful. And there's this one that's, like, insanely tall and intense, and I am always a little scared that something's going to... Because they're pretty empty, especially during COVID. They were, like, so, so empty. And I was worried someone was going to come out and murder me. But, again, I would have really could have used the Be Real app at that moment <laughs> um, to capture that moment. But the... I went to the top of this one, and there are these two little Gen Zs up there taking pictures. One of them was, like, wearing these, you know, fun little heart sunglasses and getting... They were going to a concert. They were going... And... Um, I'm like heaving and sweating and I get up there and the girl like whips her head towards me and just goes, you know, there's elevators, right? <laughs> 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 it's like, okay. I said, yeah, I know. I'm I'm just kind of trying to exercise. And she goes, Oh, well have fun. I was like, Oh my God. The free floating hostility. Um, yeah. And
0: that's, you know, I just want to one, I want to point out that we're, Like, how old are we? We're like sitting here talking about the next generation. Exactly. Right. Which is hilarious.
1: I'm 27, Um, you're 28, right? Yeah. Like, we're not. And I don't,
0: you know, I don't want to shit on Gen Z. That's not what this is about. Because I actually kind of admire them as a generation because they're insane. Like, they they will say things like that to people that they have, they do not know. Right. Like, and they are like staunch in their beliefs and they are going to tell you about it. And that's, and that's kind of like the interesting thing that's come out of like the lack of actual human connectivity and like the social media warriors is that like a lot of, you know, Gen X, Boomer, millennial folks are only social media warriors.
1: Mm,
0: um, yeah. Gen Z is on social media and then they like show up to be ratchet in public too, Yeah. Like, like for the don't say gay girl, like they were walking out of school with the flag, like with the signs being like, this is some bullshit. (laughs) This is some bullshit. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, like there's, (laughs) it's going to be very interesting to see like, as it turns. Right. And as they
1: like move into like adult Adult spaces. (laughs) 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 Well, there's already like articles about like, uh, elder millennials being scared of the Gen Zs in their offices because they are so direct and, like, forward. Um, I love it. Yeah, it's it's like, I just... I I'm was... finally not alone. <laughs> yeah. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe I'm a Gen Z at heart. I mean, you're on the cusp. You're, you're right there. Like, you're not an elder millennial, nor am but I. But it's a
0: whole new world. Like, yeah. I was in a show with someone um, that was Gen Z, and I would just be like... What's happening? You can't say that. <laughs> and that's coming from me. I know. Like, I say lots of things. You do.
1: They, they I'm the, say I'd be like, girl, is... you are savage. Yeah. Like It's <laughs> some savagery that you just laid down. I know. It's fun, though, to, like, snap back at them. I then asked the, um... Because they were up there taking pictures on this garage. And I was like, what concert are you seeing? And they go, Phoebe Bridgers. Which I was like, okay. Um do you know Phoebe Interesting. Bridgers? They were going to a Phoebe Bridgers concert. Yeah, yeah. Who I'm like I'm like that's like so not punk rock or cool. Like No. That's like, like that's so that's like the last like, thing I thought they would say. I know. It's like so I don't I they're like cool factor kind of you know dwindled for me. And then I asked them if they wanted pictures um together and they're like yes. And I just took a bunch of selfies of myself. <laughs> And I was like, that's, hey, you know? If I you really her, got him. I you sure stuck it did. to him. I'm sure they were like, <laughs> we can't find any other person to take pictures of us. So, right. You, know, you showed them. I, sh- I sure did. Um, <laughs> and then she was like, have fun on your run. And I was like, what is with the tone? Are you anti-fitness? Like, are you, like, exercise, night jam? It's okay, though. I mean, I'm sure she had yeah reason to she whatever Phoebe Bridgers I mean Jenna I mean being anti-fitness
0: is not a Gen Z thing like I'm not anti-fitness but I would never volunteer to run like I've uh, there's yeah I didn't realize how many people ran until I became an adult and then everybody started talking about it like everybody got real comfortable just talking about running all the time and I was like you're all doing this People
1: run. It is like it is a funny activity. It's a silly, funny thing that many people have criticized, which I think is fair. If you want to? F- I
0: love when you see people and they're like, they're like doing that like that idle thing where they're like on the corner and they like can't stop oh, the I body, know. can't stop the body, and no. they're like, Do you do that? Are
1: you a, are you an idler? I don't. I'm like if there's a moment to stop, let's stop. If I'm meant to stop, I'll stop. I don't. I oh, you to. have to restart. Like is that? I know. Whatever. I'm sure I'm doing terrible damage to my heart, but. <laughs> like, I mean living will do terrible damage right, to your heart. It will. It shall. Um, okay, what else? Hey, I wanna hear your thoughts on Whoopi, the Whoopi suspension. That was so long <laughs> ago that you're such a diehard view fan. I wanna know. I am a
0: diehard view fan. Um, you know, it was uh uh it, it's very similar to the Will Smith being banned from the Oscars for ten years. Yeah. Um, I think that she accidentally dipped into a very nuanced conversation. She did. She did not know where she was Um, going. She did not know what she was going (laughs) into. And when she said it, I was like, oh, whoop, that's not, that's not what you mean to say.
1: But it's what you said. Um. It's dangerous territory. It's like,
0: yeah. Here is what I find interesting from my
1: perspective. Um. We should I remind believe... the people. Wait, the people may not remember.
0: Okay, so Whoopi Goldberg was speaking about the Holocaust on uh, The View, and she said the Holocaust was not about race. Um, She said that was white folks hurt. She was hurting white folks. She said it was evil. It was just somebody being evil. Um, Based on, look, she's not wrong. No. And what she was trying to say is that it was more about religious persecution than it was about racial or ethnic persecution. Right. Um, Which is still also
1: kind of nuanced. It's
0: all very nuanced. Here is what I find interesting as a melanated individual. Mm -hmm. There are a lot of Jewish people who are brown. It's true. And have been persecuted by the jewish people that have less melanin than mm-hmm. than they do
1: mm-hmm.
0: for centuries. Mm-hmm. I did not hear anything from those people in this conversation. Mm-hmm. Um and so just I guess what I find interesting about it is I'm like, you know, you're right. There are differences and like divides in racial Makeups and ethnicities and whatever that are within the Jewish uh, culture, mm-hmm. faith, uh, ethnicity, life, whatever it is. But I'm like, y'all also need to have a conversation about the way in which you're treating right. the brown Jewish people, right? Um, because uh, if we're gonna get up in arms and be like, yes, we it is a race, and we. Need to be clear about how we talk about things, then we need to be clear about how we talk about all of it. Right. Um, So that's my opinion on that. My opinion on whooping being suspended for two weeks, I didn't get it. Right. Um, She apologized. The next day they had someone come on and they did a whole segment about it. Sounded like Like she she did a whole episode of the show and then they were like, she's gone for two weeks. (laughs) It was very strange.
1: Sounded like she just kind of got like a vacation, like a little break. Like, yeah, that's like just a, not a an issue for someone that is worth that much money to be suspended from their job for two weeks. It was, like, more of a ploy to the powers that be, I think. To the like, powers that be, yeah. yes. Or uh, the the mob that was probably gonna... I don't know. Someone needed something to happen. I just am of the opinion that The View really needs to bring uh, Rosie O'Donnell back. <laughs> like, I can't... I it, We are seeing a lot of, like, early 2000s stuff kind of come back. And she her presence on that show is, like, so early 2000s. And I really think yeah. she could bring a lot of interesting topics. I think she could question a lot of things, like she was questioning back in the day um, concerning 9-11. And uh, I think she needs... I'm, like, fully, fully endorse more Rosie O'Donnell on that show. Um, I
0: don't, you know... I feel like it's less about if they want Rosie to come back and more about if she would come back. True. I think she probably got treated really poorly. She did. She's very candid about how she was treated at The View. Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, the famous split screen moment are you kidding oh me? My God. The moment where there was a split screen with her and Elizabeth Hasselbeck and Joy and oh. Sherry are begging for a commercial and no one's going <laughs> the commercial and they're arguing with each other. I watch that video at least I, once a year. Same.
1: It's amazing. It That was like prime television. Like, oh, my God. Quality television. Oh, in the day, in the middle of the day. Yes. People think these days are chaotic. Like, that was happening in the afternoon in 2003. <laughs> are you kidding? And we were, like, invading Iraq. Like, that This that was the world we lived in. I mean, not to say that times aren't crazy now, but it's just, like, good Lord. Uh, yeah, times are a bit wild now, yeah. my friend. We're on... The doorstep of world war three or world war three it's coming all the more reason to bring rosie back like we've got nothing to lose <laughs> but i think you're right it's her choice she she it's needs her to, choice they'd probably welcome her with open arms well
0: and they're and they're um the view is trying to navigate some like balance issues right now they don't really have i mean Joy's the only comedian that's still on the panel uh, um they don't we, really have i don't know if any other tell. people
1: She's. I don't. Is she really? Is she really making oh, the people laugh? Is
0: she hilarious? She makes people laugh every once in a while. Okay, <laughs> but Joy is mad. She's angry. Yeah. Joy is. Joy is upset right now. Well, she's I angry mean, because she can't go to Italy. No, well, I mean no. I mean she can go to Italy now. No, every, no. The world is open. Right. Like no. J- she's like, mad
1: because she's worried that the Ukraine war would uh, ruin her Italian vacation.
0: No, Joy is seventy nine years old. <laughs> okay, like. Joy was born in 1942.
1: Yeah, she's...
0: Do you know how much Joy Behar has seen? Yeah, she's seen a lot. So, like, thinking about Joy Behar, who, like, has lived through major wars, um, has seen Dictators... Has
1: been in a Woody Allen movie.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But I'm saying, to see what's been happening in the country the last, like, ten years and watching it through Joy Behar's eyes... (laughs) I can only imagine that, like, she is she's one of these old white folks that is like, what is happening? <laughs> yeah. Like, we, what? Like, I thought we were beyond this. I can't believe what I'm hearing. Like, this sounds crazy. Well,
1: that's the um, problem. I mean,
0: it's it's just like when I, you know, when I interviewed Jane Elliott on my show, and she was like, y'all need to pay attention to what's happening right now. Like, she, she, she was like, the big, this is like... Hitler's textbook. Um, mm. And then, like, you know, now we've moved past that moment, I guess, because we have the oldest white man that's ever been president in yeah, the We have office. a wax
1: figurine. That's strange. Yeah.
0: like very interesting. Um, Who is- but now, like, Vladimir Putin is literally, like, destroying the Ukraine. And now, listen, the Ukraine has done a little bit of pushback. Mm-hmm. They are taking some of their territory back. Yeah. Um, and people are supporting them with weapons and, and resources. Right. Um, but what is happening?
1: It's very uh, confusing. Yeah, we didn't even put Ukraine on the list of things to talk about. I mean, we were going to get there we gonna eventually. Get there. It's going to happen. I mean, it yeah. is like very. You're like. I mean, I remember the first couple of days of it happening i was kind of glued to the news like just like what it, and it did seem like one of those unifying moments media wise where you were just getting kind of straight information for a second regard i mean we'll probably look back and be like eh, that wasn't uh, oh, that, that bomb really didn't land but whatever everyone was kind of just like oh my god and uh, now it, it does seem like a fog of like i don't what is happening? Who's winning? Are they they don't have sanctions. They do have sanctions. Should we do same? Gas is seven dollars in L A. Uh, there's five dollar. Like okay, which I think you know, it it is. We shouldn't um, complain about. I mean, you can complain about the gas prices if you want. Like, Hell yeah, I'm complaining yeah. about the gas prices. Some people want. It's insane. I've been like told. Some people have told me not to complain about the gas prices because it's like, well, you sh- What if you were in Ukraine? And I'm like, well, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not. I'm and not. I have to buy gas. Yeah. So this is my problem that I All get right. to complain about.
0: Uh, what if you were in the Ukraine? You know, there there are like there's a long list of what ifs yeah. that we can use right for this country. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if you want to talk about what yeah, if,
1: yeah, it's true. Like, really I'm like, oh, like, I, oh, cool, great, great. That's when you have that moment of Chris Rock where you're like, oh, I could. And then you don't. <laughs> what do you think he was going to say?
0: I mean, it's probably something like, oh, I could fuck you up right now. Right, right,
1: or I could say some shit about um, that.
0: Yeah. But I mean, you know, he just got slapped in the face. He
1: did. It was all it's, so. It's mostly
0: embarrassing than anything. Yeah,
1: we just needed a truly we all like acted as if it was some kind of tragedy like the hindenburg or something but it was like truly everyone was deep down kind of overjoyed to have a foolish celebrity scandal to like gaze upon instead of it's completely foolish yeah like a fun goofy thing rich people beating the shit out of each other on stage like (laughs) I mean but it wasn't it was, even that. He just It slapped, wasn't. It was a slap It was one a light slap you he see in a him restoration one comedy. one time. Yeah. He
0: slapped him one time and they did not fight on the stage. They did. not He yelled from his seat. That's what people are responding to. Yeah. Um he's also a black man, which is not lost on me. Right. And and I also like, you know, <laughs> as long as you don't assault anyone on stage at the Academy Awards, you can come for as long as you'd like. Right. But, like, there's a lengthy list of people that have criminal charges. Right, totally. Against them. (laughs) I'm like, oh, so since Kevin Spacey didn't touch all the boys on stage... He can keep he his can, award and right. can still come to the show. No.
1: I mean, it just, like, signals the fact that these things mean nothing. They're, like, bought. They're, first of all, people buy these awards. They're not. Mm-hmm. There's huge campaigns you have to go through. Like, there's a whole, like, media. You gotta like, go to parties. You gotta yeah. Like, it's not. Uh, and I'm sure that's stress. Like, watching Will Smith on the red carpet beforehand, you can see, like, he's looks stressed out and i can imagine that the whole just being and i'm not trying to like side with celebrities having a heart but i being a big star sounds kind of terrible in a lot of ways just in terms of the psychological and like his whole relationship with jada seems stressful as well like it doesn't it's pretty tumultuous yeah it's pretty tumultuous doesn't um, uh... well well you know what's interesting about it though
0: is that you know so monique been famously blacklisted for a long time because she kind of refused to do the thing. She refused to go to the parties. She refused to do the carpets. She refused to do the film festivals. I like Monique. She was like, I was already paid to, I got I got paid to do this film. Right. If you're going to pay me to do these appearances, I'll go, but I'm not going to just kiss the ring. Exactly. Um. And, you know, a lot of prominent black folks, Lee Daniels, Tyler Perry, Oprah, she claims, they were like, just do it. Monique, like, stop being difficult. Mm. And she's like, I'm not being difficult. This is principle. Right. Like you have to pay me for my time if I'm gonna do it. I right. already shot the movie. Right. I did my I did my work. Isn't that what this is? And for? I and I get that. Um and you know, there are some folks who like I'm going to the party. Right. I like I'm cool to do the film festival. You famously
1: like, said you would attend the Met Gala. In I the first would. podcast, you said, "Yeah, you
0: want to go? I'm I'm going because yeah. I want to, right? Because I've I would find that joyous at least once, right? Um, but she's right. Like there is nothing in the contract that you sign when you shoot a film that says that you have to do any of that work, and she still won the award. Now, I you now this. Finally, we finally have an end to this story. Lee Daniels went on stage at one of Monique's shows, and publicly apologized to her for the harm that he caused and like for the side railing of her career. Yeah. And so I think that we will see a little bit of resurgence now of Monique, but it's interesting that you say like the amount of, yeah. But like what you say about like this, the pressure and like the stress that's put onto the folks to like do all the work to get the award. It's like, she was like, no. Right. And she was blacklisted for like, what? It's going on like 10, 15 years. I know
1: cuz you got to play the game. It's truly kissing the ring. It's the mm-hmm. it's it's the I mean, and we've I mean, I know about that. Yeah, the whole like I'm very bad at that. I don't like to do that whole I'll go to a party. If the party's going to be fun, I feel like these these parties are not uh that fun. Like they're not like these raucous artistic maybe if Gen Z keeps getting in there that uh, that might toss, you know, cuz they don't they don't care. But I just I just don't think these events are going to like Either no, I do think there's going to be another Oscars next year for sure because this whole oh, yeah. situation made it like, and I feel like we're going to see a lot of manufactured violence throughout the Oscars. Like I think they they real there's going to have to be another scandal. They're going to have to find some or they'll make some sort of. I don't know. It's going to be very interesting to see how they respond to this. Situation. What if
0: everyone just stopped? That's what I want to happen. I just want everyone to like stop. Right, like stop calling it, like Hollywood's biggest night. Right. Stop, stop layering this prestige onto it. Right. Um just stop. I like mean, it's
1: it's not important. No one watches. Like, did you watch any of the Best Picture nominations? Or, like, no. Yeah, I didn't either. I didn't. The only one I watched was Don't Look Up. I saw Encanto. <laughs> yeah, I didn't watch it in Kanto. Oh, did, was Don't Look Up nominated for Best yeah Picture? Best Picture? Oh, which good is for them. a little. I mean, it, you know. It was fine. I don't think That They've always been that way. Like, there's been a lot of bad movies nominated for... Again, they're bought. You buy them. You buy an Oscar. Sometimes oh, yeah. they're warranted. Like, Monique, definitely. Yeah, she definitely earned that award. You know, that's, that's a fantastic performance. But, yeah, and I miss the days of, like, movies being, you know, and a going to the theater. That's a big one. People don't go to the theater anymore except for, like, a superhero movie.
0: Right, that's real. Which I mean.
1: I'm okay with that, though. <sighs> I'm not. I miss going to see... I'm not like, a big movie fan. Mm. Mm. Um, so I'm cool with that. You're fine. Yeah. I love a movie theater. I love seeing a weird I movie. I mean, they're also like, like they
0: clearly, theater. they've been they've been failing for a long time. They've been like, like a ticket to a movie is eight million and seventy three dollars yeah, yeah. Like, who's doing that? I don't know. And then you don't even try
1: to get a snack. No. Well, then the snacks are no good. I mean, and these dinner, these ones where they try to bring you a bowl of pasta in the middle of the movie, it's like, no, thank you. <laughs> I mean, is it good pasta? Is it just like Olive Garden that you Uber eats? Well, here? I wouldn't
0: order pasta there. Like a burger is always a safe choice. Oh,
1: <laughs> I, I'm going. I'd like the sun-dried tomato al- alfredo pasta with shrimp. Can you sub shrimp? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow, while you're the movies Toy Story Five. Yeah, during Toy Story, five, just turn your little light on and they'll come talk to you. <laughs> Exactly. It's beautiful. It's weird. It's strange. It's very strange. It's the future. It is. I mean, it's the future for now, but it's not gonna keep going. Okay. What else? What else? Rihanna's pregnant. We all knew that was happening.
0: Oh uh, yeah, Rihanna, Yeah, Rihanna's pregnant. She's like, you know, it's funny. You know what? This is exactly how we should end this episode because we ended the last episode by talking about Rihanna. Yeah. So we should end this episode talking about Rihanna. Okay. Rihanna is pregnant with ASAP Rocky's baby. Hmm. That's it. That's
1: it. Really, we all oh, no. we're all happy for her. <laughs> yeah, like <laughs> she busted out that belly the other day in that picture. She was like, oh, oh all the time, all
0: the time. And people tried to be pressed that she was. They were like, "Aren't you cold taking pictures outside with your pregnant belly?" And I was like, "Y'all just want to be mad, so mad." It's
1: true, people. Well, that's the there's cycles. Everything outrage is like such a good grift like it's people are making money off the outrage there's got to be a take two sides to everything you know you've got people who are and, and people fall for it people are really out there on the blogs like I think it's really fucked up that you would say anything about her exposed belly and you know we need to protect it and other people and it's like what are you you all need to go bowling or go to a movie and order a <laughs> bowl of pasta in the middle of the movie like get the hell out of your house oh there was also that
0: one where people were mad that she was shopping at Target
1: they're like Rihanna shops at Target for her baby's clothes. Okay. Would so you, do you. Yeah, right. She's an American. What do you want her to like go to a fancy like Balenciaga baby store? I mean,
0: babies throw up on shit. Right. And I'm sure she did go on that trip, but you can't afford to catch her there. Uh, right. Which is which is why you don't know about it.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like I'm sure she's in Target and Balenciaga. Getting both, she's she can do whatever she wants, doesn't like, she? Like, is she only supposed now? to get like onesies from Prada? Right. Like, is that like? She's probably on a budget, you know, or like, <laughs> <laughs> she's got a kid coming. Let's be real. I mean, the babies grow. Like, this isn't something that they're gonna. She cherish should be at garage sales. Like, that's where you get baby clothes used. There should be yeah, no you know, new you baby. Know, Rihanna clothes. is
0: not going to no garage sale <laughs> to buy her
1: baby's clothes.
0: <laughs> target
1: is as far as we're getting. Okay, okay, okay. Fine. Target 5 below. I'm sure they have some good baby clothes. <laughs> I don't think they. You know. So? Let's not
0: shop there. Yeah. No. Also, do you have do you have a few things that are actually 5 below and 5 below? Yeah, probably like nothing. I just went there for the first time and I was like astounded by the prices. Five I was like
1: Oh, looks like Jojo Siwa is the like CEO of it. Like it looks like she designed it. <laughs> It looks like <laughs> her whole team, like, when it, like, ah. created the set. Like, it's such a disturbing... Can we start that rumor? Yeah, we should. <laughs> JoJo Siwa is below. the CEO of Five Below. I think that people... Oh, totally. You could tweet that out, and it would probably start something for sure. That's a good... That's kind of like the Richard Gere hamster up his ass rumor, but but for JoJo Siwa and Five Below. Do you know the Richard Gere thing? Do you know this? Do I want to know? I don't know. There's like, I think he was a Scientologist for a little bit, and then he got out, and the Scientologist started a rumor about him um, sticking dribbles up his ass for fun. Wow. And it's never been confirmed or, like, unconfirmed, whether it's true or not. Yeah. Now you know. Don't get into Scientology. When you move out to New York, there's going to be a lot of people approaching you. They're going to be trying, telling you about a great new uh, thing. Don't fall for it, Nick. Thank you for that sage advice. Yeah. <laughs> Don't get into Scientology. Watch. I'm going to call you next week and be like, I did it. Yeah. <laughs> so I got a test done. Yeah. They just said they had a few questions for me. Yeah. And I, you know, they said I could. they asked me to come to a party and, you know, I can't say no to a party. I love a good party. I would totally... I mean, I've been to the Scientology Temple in St. Paul. It's, um... It's cool. (laughs) Like, (laughs) it it is a cool building. It's a weird building. I walked around it for, like, an hour, and then I left. I'm not in Scientology, I swear to God. Well, here's the truth, is that we don't have enough money to be in Scientology. Yeah, we're nothing... They don't want us.
0: No, like, they... I mean, Scientology has been consistently losing members... But also raising more and more money each year. It's incredible. Yeah, I mean, it's just because of the amount they force you to pay to take the classes that you need to take as a Scientologist.
1: I get uh, audition notices for their films all the time. I think because I'm near California, which is where they're headquartered and They don't pay well, um, but they sound like the wackiest, like, kind of like, I'm like, that sounds like a really interesting film. Like, I do kind of want to be a part of it, but I'm not going to. They're all called Golden Rule. If you ever get asked to be in a Golden Rule film, that's a Scientology film. Don't do it. I think you should do it. Brad. I kind of do too, don't you think? Just just for our viewers, our listeners. Yeah, yeah. They'd really dig that. The four people. <laughs> 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 no, we're, we're gaining. We're gaining. All right, folks. This um,
0: is it. <laughs> that's, that's our episode. Um, well. If you enjoyed that, um, you should uh, like, subscribe, follow, rate. Yeah. Um, you can also leave comments now because we are a grown-up podcast. Mm-hmm. So we're available in places where you can do those things.
1: Yeah. Talk, about, um, ask, Um. tell us what you want us to talk about on the next one. Yeah. And you can put that
0: in the comments or you can send us an email at straighttalkwithgaymen at gmail.com. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, yeah, that's it. We'll see you in months Yeah 3ish month 3ish <laughs> months <laughs> Bye